Did you miss your deadline to renew your Medicaid coverage? You can still send your completed annual review form to Healthy Connections Medicaid. You may be assigned to another health plan, but you can ask to come back to First Choice within 60 days of renewed Medicaid eligibility. It's your family. It's your choice. First Choice is the right choice. Renew and choose us. Visit selecthealthofsc.com renew to learn more. Seeing is believing, and you're not going to believe how bright and vivid the colors are on the Samsung Neo QLED and OLED TVs powered by the Neural Quantum Processor. Because this is an audio ad. Unless you can see it, which means you already have one. Nice. Samsung, more wow than ever. Good afternoon or good evening, whenever or wherever you're watching or listening to us. This is the Osmo NHL DFS Strategy Show, and I am your host, Michael Clifford, a.k.a. Slim Cliffy. Joining me today in a game of NBA Jam against Gary Payton and Sean Kemp is our daily dime dropper, Mr. Joshua Harris. Josh, how are you doing today, bud? I was going to do uh, he's heating up impression, but I wasn't I wasn't prepared. <laughs> <laughs> he's heating up! He's heating up! Uh, yeah, doing pretty good. Um, you know, playoffs are playoff hockey is one of the best times of the year. Even if you aren't a hockey fan, watching playoff hockey is pretty awesome. So I enjoy this type of year. The weather's nice. I'm just excited. Man, it, I was I was talking with my old man last night, and I was like, we we're talking about the game so far, and it seems like every game has been an absolute banger, right? Like, I like there hasn't been like. I guess Colorado St. Louis is, was kind of one sided, but most games were like pretty close. Uh, lots of overtimes, back and forth, um, late goals and stuff like that. Like, this has been a really entertaining first round so far. Yeah, it's, it's been great. I mean, the Islanders Pittsburgh series is okay. Like, I, I, I mean, maybe it's just the Islanders that I'm not super excited about it, but like that Tampa Florida series has been incredible through two games. Yeah, and even Boston Washington, yeah. like uh, we have that game later on the slate. We'll talk about that a little bit later. That their first two games have been absolute bangers as well. Um, looking at, uh, let's go back to last night's slate. Uh, should shout out our buddy uh, YCMMAT took down the twenty k in the sticks last night. Uh, you can't make money at that. I guess you actually can. Congrats to him. Um, it was a weird off for three hours before that fell asleep before Tuck scored two goals, woke up to <laughs> 20,000 classic. Yeah. Not, not a bad night when you can go to bed thinking you're toast and wake up with 20 K in the bank account. 
Uh, some Yeah, you just mentioned Alex Tuck's two goals. Matt Dumba had a massive night in that game as well. Um, I know Jake on the show yesterday was talking about um, players to use uh, on the Minnesota blue line because we were expecting a lot of Vegas shots and a lot of opportunities to block shots. And I think uh, Spurgeon and Dumba were the two guys that he came up with. So anybody that used Dumba, uh, eight block shots, one goal, one shot away from the combo meal bonus. Uh, huge night for him. How did you do last night in cash anyway? I don't I, – I kind of like made like a hybrid. I don't know what I was doing. I was like <laughs> – so I kind of like – I took a three-man Islanders, three-man Tampa, and then a couple defensemen from Vegas. And like the defensemen on Vegas were fine. Like uh, Alec Martinez and Petrangelo, they were fine. I had Mark, Marc-Andre Fleury. Uh, he had a great game. But, you know, Tampa won, didn't really do too much. I left off Palat for Hedman, so that sank me as well. Yeah, Palat had a good game, and it was kind of funny to watch because um, he was a guy that got a lot of talk in our premium Slack chat yesterday because uh, there's talk, you know, is he injured? His production had fallen off towards the end of the year. Um, I think someone in our Slack was saying that they were going to play him in cash, and people were kind of incredulous, like, why would you play him in cash? And then, lo and behold, uh, puts up a goal and an assist with the shot block bonus. Uh, pretty great night for Andre Palat. Uh, low scoring pretty much, you know, across the board last night. I think that's something we should expect in playoff hockey, right? And and talking about low scoring in playoff hockey, let's talk about short slates in general. Um, you know, playoffs, at least the first round, they're all going to be short slates. They're going to be three, four-game slates. And as we move on, it'll be two-game slates uh, and then eventually the showdown slates. But for the next few weeks, it's going to be two to four games. So... Let's talk cash game strategy first. You play a lot of cash games, or at least you, you've started playing a lot more cash games over the last six weeks or so. How does your strategy differentiate on, let's say, a 10-game slate versus, you know, something like tonight, a four-game slate? Uh, I mean, 10-game slate, four-game slate, if you have studs, you're going to have to make decisions, right? Like tonight we have lots of centers to pick from. There's McDavid. There's um, McKinnon. Uh, Bergeron. So like, I, I think like what you try to do is like, you, you really don't want to fade McDavid in cash. You don't really want to fade McDavid on a short slate. That's just dangerous. I mean, in GPPs, I think you can do it. I mean, and fade and hope he has a bad game and you know, you leverage the field, but in cash, you really want those guys with the high floor. Um, so for me, like tonight, I'm going to be deciding between, you know, McKinnon, McDavid, Bergeron, I'll probably use two of the three. I'll try to find some value forwards, so maybe some cheaper defensemen who block shots. Because in in playoff games, like the intensity is up, it's more chippy. You know, it's more like physical. So I don't know if there's data on. It. I'm sure there is, but I would imagine the amount of block shots go up in a playoff game. The amount of you know chances to block shots go up. So I, I like to find these you know cheaper guys who have a chance at the shot block bonus, you know, um, I haven't completely set my team yet, but you know, something, someone like a Brett Pesci at 3,300 would interest me for, you know, you look for these cheaper guys who block shots to fit in these, you know, high floor, high ceiling plays, you know, and then on the GPP side, I think one of the things you can do on short slates is, when we talked about it on showdown too, I don't think you have to full stack. If you have an elite line, I think you do it. But if you're, you know, 
if you say like Washington won, you don't have to full stack them. Like you can just one off Ovechkin. You could do Ovechkin Mantha. I don't think it's completely necessary to full stack. We talked about why, uh, you know, how often our goals, full line goals. I think you can leave off a guy off the stack and put in the power play quarterback. You can mix and match. I don't think going cookie cutter four three one in GPPs is necessarily the best idea in a three four game slate. You can you know put in a stack you like and mix and match some high floor high ceiling guys with them. Yeah, that's a good point about GPPs. Whereas that's where I'm going to pick up is that when we get down to three and four game slates, I rarely just go like two three three stacks, right? Like I, I, I won't just put like a top line from one team and a second line from another team and then just walk away. That's very rare. Like often maybe I'll have one three man stack and then I'll have maybe a two man stack and then like a four in their defenseman and then a one off or something like that. Like with shorter slates, you like, like we've talked about on Monday with the showdown and you just brought up like full line goals aren't a very common thing. I mean, I think I mentioned, um, fewer than half of McDavid's goals this year had just dry sidle on them, let alone their winger uh, on top of that. So, you know, full line goals, if you get them 25% of the time from a line, I think would be uh, a very high mark. So uh, where it doesn't happen that often, you, you know, you go three man and then, you know, maybe a two man forward stack and then, uh, you know, shorter slate, something like a double defenseman is something that works a lot. Uh, Crowd favorite around here. I saw Whistles Go Woo had a second place finish, I think, a couple nights ago uh, with a double defenseman and I think a, a double winger stack and then a solo center or and then a three-man stack or something like that. Besides that, like it was a it was a very unique build. And you need those unique builds. The fewer than like the fewer the games, the fewer the teams, the fewer the players, because those full line goals just don't happen as often. So you need those unique builds. So something like double defenseman, something like pairing, you know, two pairs of forwards uh, from different teams, uh, soloing a center, something like that. You do have to get a little bit more different than just going with your standard uh, three, three. And also like, I don't necessarily correlate my goalies as much on shorter slates. Like, uh, like on shorter slates, I really want to get, I really want to look for the nuts goalies. So like I might play one or two goalies if I'm playing a bunch of lineups, like if I'm playing 20 lineups, I might have two different goalies and that's about it. We're on, you know, bigger slates. I might have five or six. Um, So I'm less likely to correlate my goalies uh, on a shorter slate. Is there a different way you approach goalie uh, in cash games, you know, short slate versus large slate, or is it basically just the same? I mean, I'm just, you know, in cash, I kind of look for the, the heavy favorite that's going to at least see some volume. So normally I'm not a spend up guy and goalie, but in cash, I've been doing it in GPPs. I completely agree with you. Uh, I don't correlate. I want to play the best goalie. Like on a 10 game slate, obviously there's mo- there's usually multiple paths to victory. If you don't have the nut goalie, you still can win. But like on a three game slate, if, if we, if you get a cam tablet performance from game one and you don't have them, you're not going to win. So you you really need to have the best goalie on the slate. Yeah, I agree. And that's why I'm not super high on, you know, just slam correlating every single lineup on a short slate like this. All right. Uh, we do have some games to get to. Anything else you want to mention about short slates or do you think we have, have it covered? I mean, I, I think you can do some unique things. Like you talked about double defensemen. You can even – if you're building, you can even put three defensemen in. It doesn't have to be from the same team. You do a 3D build, you know, with guys who 
like Vegas, for example, you don't have to use all three, but you can use like you can use a defenseman from a different team, and then you can put in Alec Martinez or Petrangelo and Shea Theodore. You pick two of the three, you put one in the utility spot. You have three guys, and you know those defensemen usually have a high floor, and they can you know have a high ceiling too. So that's a way to get unique on a on a short slate and get you you know a lot of points. Like uh, you know even having you know someone like Dumba, you know as your third defenseman, he got you 28 points last night. Just, just ways to get different. You don't have to get crazy. Like, you know, leaving off Bergeron and putting in Curtis Lazar. Like you don't have to get that crazy. You, you can, there's ways to get different. Yeah. I like mentioning the third defenseman, especially in playoffs, right? Cause something that we talked about is, you know, if games go into overtime, they can go 20, 40, 60 extra minutes. And that's where guys who shoot and guys who block shots really rack up their value. So that, you know, if you can get into a double playoff overtime game, you know, that triple defenseman can really come through big for you. So, yeah, I agree with you there. Uh, but we do have some games to get to for this slate. Before we get to them, if you guys could throw us a like uh, and especially subscribe. The subscriptions really help us grow the channel here, uh, keep these shows coming as often as we can bring them. Uh, and it keeps the other shows, uh, you know, MLBs almost daily, NBAs daily, and so on and so forth. So uh, please throw us a uh, subscription while you're here. And if you can't catch our YouTube shows, just head to Osmo dot com slash podcast to check out almost all of our youtube shows um most of them go up in podcast form except for the live before lock obviously those those have a long shelf life but everything else goes up so if you're looking for something on your commute home from work or something like that head to osmo.com slash podcast uh leave a five-star review with your name with your not your name uh your twitter handle or email address and you're you'll be eligible to win a free week of osmo plus platinum for up to one year so head to osmo.com slash podcast uh, to check out what we have going on for our podcast. All right, let's get into these games. Our very first one is Washington with a 2.4 implied goal total going into Boston. The Bruins have a 3.1 implied goal total. Uh, Washington is going to be dealing with some injuries. Both Lars Eller and TJ Oshie didn't skate. Eller was hurt last game uh, and left the game. Oshi, it looks like he's been hurt for a few weeks now. So I think Oshi still plays regardless. Um, but I don't know if Lars Eller is going to play. And after Lars Eller got hurt, what they did was move uh, Tom Wilson to the top line. Um, that's an interesting that's an interesting line combination that I'm going to talk about in a little bit. Uh, the second line ended up uh, TJ Oshie between Anthony Manta and, and uh, Connor Sheary. That's what they went to after Lars, Lars Eller got hurt. Um, so we don't have an update on Eller. We assume Oshie will play. Evgeny Kuznetsov is technically cleared to play, but they said he's not up to speed. He hasn't played in over two weeks. So, you know, it could be a case where they're waiting, you know, two or three more practices for Kuznetsov to get in. So technically he could play tonight, but I wouldn't expect him. So looks like Eller and Kuznetsov may be out. Looks like Oshi may be in. What do you like here, Josh? It's hard to get away from Boston tonight, especially if Eller is out. Like putting Tom Wilson on the top line and taking Anthony Mantha off probably makes them worse defensively. I, I would imagine it definitely makes them worse defensively. And they're going to get the Bergeron matchup, which is just brutal. The series has shifted to Boston. So, I mean, I, I really do like Boston one tonight again. You know, anytime you can get a line with Ovechkin and Tom Wilson on it, you got to take advantage of that defensively. But it also frees up the depth, right? If Oshie moves up to the second line center with Connor Sheary and Mantha, 
like, yeah, Mantha's a, a good player. We've talked about it ad nauseum since he's got traded away from Detroit, which is probably the best thing for his career, but that's, his, that's a, another time. But, like, Oshi and Shiri, you know, Oshi's a winger. Shiri's not a good defensive player. So, you know, they're going to get Taylor Hall, Krejci Smith. And, yeah, they don't get much power play time, if not at all. But, like, that is a very plus matchup. Taylor Hall has been playing well. Yeah, he has some trouble finishing his shots sometimes. But I, I don't think you have to full stack that second line. But you can definitely take some pieces. You could do a Krejci Hall, Krejci Smith, something like that, a Hall Smith. However it fits your build, you know, Craig Smith is the cheapest one of the three. So he provides the most salary relief. So depending on your build, you can pick and choose from there. But, you know, uh, I, I really do like Boston one again tonight. You know, I, I talked about how goalie skill didn't matter with Craig Anderson. When I watched the first goal. He ended up in Philadelphia. He got deep out so bad. Um, so, like, uh, I, I'll eat some crow on that one. I mean, he ended up playing pretty okay after that, but that was pretty brutal goal. I mean, it was a nice move, but I, I definitely think Boston one's in play for sure. They're still, you know, relatively cheap compared to how they normally have been priced during the regular season. So I think you can go there fully correlated power play one. They're an elite line. So that's a line I would full stack if I use them. So I like them. I like Boston too. Bits and pieces. I don't think you need a full stack. And then um, Nick Ritchie is a one-off that I would definitely consider uh, power play one. I think you can put him in with Coil too if you want. Like that third line. Oh, is- wait, 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 wait. Uh, he got moved off power play one last game. David yeah. Krejci got moved up. Krejci got moved up. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. So, I mean, Krejci, Krejci becomes a one-off then if he's on power play one. You can Richie Coil two-man. You know, you can put in Dabrowski at a goal last game. Like they're going to get the bottom six of Washington, which is a mess right now. So, I think, you know, as you go down the lineup, there's – bits and pieces you can choose. Like, I don't mind that third line, especially if you're doing something creative with Colorado or Edmonton, something like that. You can take bits from there. On the Washington side, you know, that top line getting the Bergeron matchup is a tough one. Um, It is a four-game slate. You know, if it was like six, seven games, I would just completely write them off. But this is the playoffs. I think you can, you know, one-off Ovechkin. Uh, it is pricey. He's going to be a little bit lower owned, but you know, if they do get a couple power plays, I think he can convert from his office. Uh, and then on the second line, you know, if Math is on that second line with Oshi, I don't mind that as a two man. But for the most part, this is a Boston game for me. Yeah, I agree with you that I think ownership alone says that Washington is in play. Um, I'm not super high on them. I don't think I'm going to play him here tonight. Like it's just an absolutely terrible matchup going into Boston one. And to the point about Tom Wilson being on the top line, uh, the line of Ovechkin, Backstrom and Wilson this year, 1.7 expected goals, four per 60, 2.5 expected goals against per 60, 40.7% expected goals share. Just not a good line. Uh, Boston should be able to have their way with them here tonight. But, you know, Backstrom and Ovechkin are still Backstrom and Ovechkin. It doesn't take a lot for those two to pop a couple goals in. So, like I said, I'm probably playing three lineups tonight. I'm not going to have Washington in any of them. But um, ownership says that uh, if people did want to play Washington, uh, especially the top line, absolutely no problem there. But I'm with you on Boston 1. their ice time came down a little bit last game. They're all around 19, like 19 to 20 minutes, not the 21 plus they got in game one. But I also saw Brad Marchand took a bunch of penalties. So it's like, yeah, okay. Uh, if Marchand can not, like he was being a little bit of an idiot last game. He like if he can, yeah, if he can not be an idiot and stay out of the box, 
Um, I think uh, Boston one will be just fine. Uh, I think Boston two, like I have no problem using Boston two, uh, like in a nutshell, it's just one, we have them over owned um, by our, our uh, top tools leverage. Uh, we have them as, you know, the third, fourth most overown stack, basically tied for, for third with uh, one of the Colorado lines. So, it, and it's not really a great matchup. Like, going into Oshi, like, Oshi, he's actually not that bad as a two-way, you know, as a two-way center two, or a two-way winger. Um, I guess he'd be playing center today. Uh, Anthony Manta, you said the same, you know, you talked about it. He's good defensively. I think that takes Boston, too, out of play for me. Uh, so, I'm in more... Like, I love Boston 1 here tonight. Probably my favorite line on the whole slate, um, especially when we factor in ownership. Like, uh, we have Boston 1 coming in uh, under 20%. We have their top two stack percentage, over 30%. So, I'm just fine using Boston 1 here tonight. Uh, Boston 3, I think I would just more one-off guys. Like, um, one-off the brusque, one-off coil. Like, I don't know if they necessarily get there as a trio. And, like... With Washington's injuries, like the, some of the guys moving up from the fourth line might actually make that third line better. So yeah. with Tom Wilson going up to the top line, like it's not necessarily an easy matchup for Boston three. So I'm in on Boston one, mostly in this game. One thing to keep in mind, Ovechkin only played 17 minutes last game. That's worrying for a playoff game for me. That tells me that maybe there's some kind of injury. And remember before the season finished, he played one shift in a game and left after not having played for like 10 days. So Ovechkin's probably playing through some sort of significant injury here. Um, just something to keep in mind. All right. On the blue line, um, I, don't, I mean, Charlie McAvoy's price uh, will keep him in play for me at 4700 uh, Obviously, Grizzly, if you want to correlate with Boston 1. Uh, on the Washington side, you mentioned in last, last uh, show on Monday, Brendan Dillon, super cheap, uh, back-to-back games over 20 minutes. I do like Dillon here tonight. Is there anybody else that sticks out to you? That's really about it on the Washington side. Uh, if you want to use Carlson and some Washington stacks, I think that's fine. He's under 6,000, so if you want to off him, I think it's okay. It's not something I would do in one to three, but uh, Brandon Dillon for me if you need a punt. Austin side, Grizzly McAvoy, if you want to punt. Riley, I think that's fine, but I'm going to look mostly for defensemen in other games tonight. All right. Uh, in net, um, I'm not playing 7,600 Craig Anderson. I'm pretty sure that's just – out of the realm of, of reasonableness here. Any interest in Tuka Rask at 8,200? I mean, we talked about like correlating goalies and lineups, but like, I don't think he's going to be the best goalie on the slate tonight. Uh, if you want to play him in cash, cause you think Boston's going to win. I think that's fine. But in GPPs, I think there are some better options. Fair enough. Also should mention this, this slate uh, locks at six thirty Eastern. So, 30 minutes earlier than normal. Uh, I know a lot of people out there have, you know, kids to put to bed and stuff like that. So that 30 minutes might not help them at all. But just be aware that 630 Eastern is the lock for today's slate. Um, New Osmo Plus users. Do you want to be a new user to Osmo Plus? With nearly every DFS sport in season and NBA and NHL in the playoffs, it's a great time to be a DFS player. Pick up your first month of Osmo Plus Platinum for 25% off and you use the promo code GOLDRUSH. That's promo code GOLDRUSH, one word, all caps. This includes full access to all the premium content and tools on Osmo.com, including player projections, ownership projections, our premium Slack channel, lineup builder, and a whole lot more. You don't want to miss this offer. It is valid through tomorrow, so head to Osmo.com. 
Use the promo code go, promo code Gold Rush, all one word, all in caps for twenty five percent off your first month of Osmo Plus Platinum. And I know uh, we were talking about NHL Showdown a lot on Monday. Uh, NBA Showdown in playoffs is also a big thing. And if people watching this want to get a little taste of NBA, but they don't want to get a full month or a full year package or anything like that, we've got a little deal for you guys as well. Uh, The great news is that our NBA Express Pass gives you full access to all of our tools for NBA Showdown and single games, including player projections and ownership projections. This weekly NBA Pass is only $4.95, but when you sign up with the promo code PLAYIN, that's PLAY-IN, you will get an extra week of NBA Express completely free. That's two weeks of NBA Express for $4.95. This pass will give you access to lineup builder, ownership rankings, and big board player values for all slates. This is your this is your pass, Osmo Plus pass for NBA playoff action. So use promo code PLAYIN. That's PLAYIN with a hyphen at checkout today. You'll get two weeks of NBA showdown greatness for just $4.00. And 95 cents. Not a bad deal at all. Um, want to get to our super chat. Want to thank Justin Edwards for that $10 super chat. Thank you so much. He says, Hey boys, thanks for all, all the help. Um, I did the math and I'm 4k up for my first year of DFS because of you. Uh, good stuff, Justin. Always love to see uh, people come out uh, in the plus side for money. So good on you on a good season. He says he has a quick question. If I'm running a 3-2-1, is it okay to have a D on the same team but not on the same line? Uh, real quick, one thing I remember, I think it was a guy from Fantasy Labs, like three or four years ago, did a DK correlation study for defensemen and forwards. Um, and it was basically what you would expect. First pair and third pair defensemen correlated best with top liners and second pair defensemen correlated best with second liners and that makes sense right because your top pair is usually out with your top line your third pair is usually bad so you don't want them out with your third and fourth lines you want them out with your best players so you put them out with your top line and that leaves your second line going out with your second line so i would say like no you don't if you're playing ovechkin and backstrom tonight let's say i would say no you absolutely don't need to play john carlson obviously it's nice to have that extra uh power play correlation but no you don't need to play him you can sneak in as a dano chara or a nick jensen if you want to get really different um do you have any other thoughts on this yeah i mean just real quick um if they're not going to be on the same line i think you can do it if they do share power play time together or the guy on that line, the defenseman is a shot blocker. Just, you know, you want those bonuses or you want that power play time together. If they're not going to get the five V five time together. Yeah. That's a good point. If it's a three, two, one, you want that guy to be a peripherals guy. You don't want him to be a point generator guy. Cause if he's a point generator guy and he goes off, that means one of your stacks is not going off along with him. So yeah, good point. Should be a guy with peripherals. Not necessarily just a point generator. All right, let's move this along. We got another game to get to. We have Nashville with a 2.2 implied goal total going into Carolina. Carolina has a 3.2 implied goal total. Um, some Carolina news. Uh, Andre Svechnikov stayed on the top line at morning skate. So it look, looks like Svech, Aho, Teravina top line with Natchez, uh, Niederreiter, Trocek second line, and Warren Fogel down on the third line with Jordan Stahl and Jesper Faust. Uh, Nashville said they're going to have new line combinations here t- today. Um, 
in the morning skate, all that really changed was Nick Cousins going to the third line uh, and Taylor Janot, or Tanner Janot, sorry, going to the fourth line. So um, assuming what they did at the morning skate is what their big changes are going to be, there shouldn't be anything changing in the top six for Nashville. Seeing is believing, and you're not going to believe how bright and vivid the colors are on the Samsung Neo QLED and OLED TVs powered by the Neural Quantum Processor. Because this is an audio ad. Unless you can see it, which means you already have one. Nice. Samsung, more wow than ever. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Just, you know, be aware that the coach said there could be lineup changes coming and it doesn't necessarily mean we've seen all the changes to come so far. There could be more changes. We just don't know right now. Um, assuming that we have the lines that we have, what do you like about this game? Because I think there, despite the 2.2 from Nashville, I think there might be something on both sides here. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> with the, This is the best iteration of lines for the Hurricanes, I think. Uh, I'm yeah, I agree with you there, too. But if you look at the numbers, they are. I'll start with Nashville real quick because they have a 2.2 total. Uh, their, their top line, Forsberg, Johansson, Arvidsson, they're going to get the stall, Fogel, Faust. And, uh, you know... That is probably the best matchup for them. So they're a little bit higher owned than I want them to be, but I would rather play Nashville one against Carolina than I would Washington one against Boston. So you're going to have to, you know, get some people in that you don't particularly love. You don't have to full stack. If you want to leave Ryan Johansson off, you can. You want to leave Arvidsson off, you can. You want to one off Forsberg. I think that's okay. I mean, really that top line is the only thing I would be interested in Nashville you want a one-off Michael Granlund or, or Callie Yarncrow, I think that's okay. If you want to the, – the problem with the second line, they're going to get absolutely destroyed by the Ajo line. Like, they're just going to get run over. Uh, the third line is going to get – or, you know, the third line might get the Ajo. Granlund might get Ajo. But whoever doesn't get that is going to get Trocek. And it's just equally as horrible. Uh, so – you know, I think it's going to be the top line for the Predators for me. Or if you really need some a cheap two man, Hall of Duchesne, Duchesne is okay. You know, there's six grand for the two of them on DraftKings. I think you can do worse than that for six thousand. Uh, on the Carolina side, uh, Carolina one is going to be one of my favorite lines of the night as well. Uh, we're, we're going to need a rerun ownership with the with the new lines. I would imagine it creeps up a little bit, but. Right now, they're around 12%. Even if it creeps up to like, you know, 14, 15, 16, I think that's in play. Uh, from an ownership perspective and a line I've been on all season, that second line, Trocek, Niederreiter, Netches is going to interest me for sure. Um, I think you can use either of the top six lines or, you know, like one off of Jordan Stahl, something like that on the third line. He's on the top power play still. You know, it's always questionable whether he stays there, but. He was there for a bit last game. So under 4,000 on the power play, I think you can definitely use him. He, he would be cash viable for sure. Um, 
So, yeah, like Nashville one's in play for me, and then the top six at Carolina is probably one of my favorite spots of the night. Yeah, I agree with you. And the thing with Carolina is the ownership is not out of control here. Um, We have Carolina one. uh, I should say, depending on the line, uh, Carolina three's ownership is well out of control. Carolina one, we have them coming in between 11 and 12%, which is just fine, I think, on a four-game slate. Carolina two, uh, we have them coming in um, down around 5%. I think that might come up now, now that Niederreiter's on that line. Um, But I still think it stays under, you know, 10% 10% or less. So like I'm fine with either of those top two Carolina lines. I agree with you um, on Nashville. Like I want that Nashville top line. I think <laughs> Jake's railing against um, the road teams here tonight and the road teams aren't in very good matchups. This is pretty bad matchups across the board. Um, but Nashville one, I think is in a favorable matchup here today. Like, Faust, Stahl, and Fogel are fine as a third line, but they're not a great shutdown line, right? Like, this isn't Minnesota with Erickson and, and Felino and those guys. So, um, Carolina 3 has a 47.8% uh, expected goal share this year, and Nashville 1 is at 55.6%. This is a matchup that favors Nashville. It's just that that's the only matchup that favors Nashville. Everything else favors Carolina. So, um if you want to get a bit different, I'm fine using Nashville one here tonight. Um, they have had a ton of success in the past. They've looked good together this year when they've been able to be together. Remember, there's been some injuries uh, with with Forsberg and with Arvidsson, so they haven't played a ton of minutes together this year. But it is a favorable matchup for Nashville one. So I do like Nashville one as a kind of an off-the-board play here a little bit. Um, we have them coming in under 10%. Uh, just fine for ownership. I think that, you know, they might even come in a little bit lower than that. Uh, on the Carolina side, I think it's the same thing as Monday. I'm, I'd stack full lines. Um, I wouldn't power play stack. Uh, Nashville just has an elite penalty kill. Um, just to kind of highlight that point, Nashville's expected goals against on the penalty kill in the last game would be about league average if you extrapolated it over a full season. And it was terrible. Like, it was terrible for them. And it would still be league average, uh, like I said, extrapolated over a full season. So um, no problem uh, just stacking, a, a, you know, Carolina one or a Carolina two full three man stack. That's probably where I would go on the blue line. Like Jake Bean, yeah, he's running the second power play unit, but he only played 13 minutes in the last game. So, like, I think Jake Bean is not a guy I would use a one off. It's it's hard to see him having a big night without Carolina two also going off. So he's a guy I would correlate. Um, Brett Pesci, 3,300. You mentioned him earlier that that's just way too cheap. I think Um, anything else to go to you for defenseman in this one. Slavin, if he plays, I would imagine he does. He played in game one. Uh, Ryan Alice being under 5,000 is a bit interesting to me. He doesn't need to hit the score sheet. I think he's a guy who can get you that combo meal for under eight or for under 5,000. You know, the price on Yossi is reasonable, too, If you're, especially if you're using Nashville 1. He's a correlation play. That makes sense there. So I'm okay with Yossi and Ellis. Um, you know, Dougie obviously makes sense with either of the top six of Carolina. But, yeah, Pesci or, or Brady Shea. Uh, Brady Shea only if Slavin's out. So, you know, Slavin, Pesci, Shea. Yeah, Ellis is a good call. We have him at 6% in our ownership projections. And like you said, he's not a guy that needs goals or assists to have a big night. Um, he's a definitely a double combo uh, combo meal. 
uh, type of guy. Um, in net, I assume you like UC Saros here again? Yes. <laughs> okay. I, I love the juice. Uh, 7,400, you know, that's, that, that's really what you want in GPP. Is like he has GPP winning upside at his price. Yeah. All right. Uh, I agree with you on UC. All right. Uh, today's show is sponsored by Jock Market. And if you haven't heard, Jock Market has turned fantasy sports into a stock exchange. Forget until the end of the game to make money. Jock Market allows you to buy and sell shares of players in real time for real money with guaranteed payouts for all shares at the end of each night. With daily markets for NBA, MLB, NHL, and PGA, you can make real money every hour, every minute, every second of any match or game. Use the pregame IPO to pick up shares of your favorite players and buy, sell, or hold them during the game based on your own analysis. Download the app to get started and use our exclusive Osmo promo code Osmo NHL 20 for a $20 bonus on your first deposit. This is an exclusive offer only for the Osmo community, so make sure to take advantage of it today. That's Osmo NHL 20 for a $20 bonus at our show sponsor, Jock Market. All right, two more games to get to. Let's get to the first one. Winnipeg 2.7 implied goal total going into Edmonton. Edmonton 3.3 implied goal total. Uh, looks like Edmonton is running a top line of Cahoon, McDavid, Pugliarby, and a second line of Nugent Hopkins, Dreisaitl, and Kyler Yamamoto. Some news came down uh, while we were uh, while we were doing the show. Uh, Andrew Kopp looks like he's going to play. He's going to be in on the second line for Winnipeg. But Pierre-Luc Dubois and Nick Ehlers both out for Winnipeg. Oh, boy. That's not good for them. Um I assume most of what you like in this game is on one side, but let's break this whole thing down. What do you like here, Josh? Yeah, uh, man, like you're right. The road teams are in brutal matchups. I'm like, I don't want to go against McDavid, but with Cahoon there, maybe, maybe like it is Mike Smith in the playoffs. Like, like maybe I'm grasping at straws here, but like, yeah, I prefer Nashville one, but I don't think, Winnipeg one. If you're if you're max entering in GPPs, I think you can have you should have some Winnipeg one here, just because they're fully correlated on the power play. Yeah, they're gonna get McDavid, but Dominic Cahoon. Like, okay, if Winnipeg comes in and scores like a goal real quick, they, they could just blow up their lines and it's gonna be McDavid, you know, dry saddle Puliarvi. But like, I'm trying to get on to a little bit of Edmonton here, and, or excuse me, Winnipeg here, and it just sucks that Ehlers is out. Like, I wish Ehlers was in. It would make this series a lot more compelling. I think, you know, Edmonton wins this series. But you, you never know. We can, you know, at like 11 o'clock tonight, be blasting here comes the Oilers gifts all over Twitter. So, like, I, I think, you know, it's not the best matchup. And, you know, most of these road teams are in brutal matchups. I think if you're going to get past Nashville 1, I think – Winnipeg one would be my preferred option for the road team. So I think you can have a little bit of them there in GPPs. One to three is a fade for me. Other than that, on the on the Winnipeg side, I'm probably going to be out. You know, that second line with Stasny, Cop, and whoever moves up, maybe Periol or Lowry. We don't even know. I think they said it's going to be Christian Veselainen. Doesn't matter. Christian Veselainen. So, like, it's just – it's just – that's just bad. And that makes me want to play Edmonton two even more. Um, you don't have to full stack. You you can leave Yamamoto off. Like I think you can do something like a McDavid, Nugent Hopkins, Dreisaitl. Uh, 
the ownership's really in check, but like those three are going to be the highest owned for Edmonton. I don't know if they're going to full stack them together. I think if you're going to use that top line, you don't have to play Dominic Cahoon. You can, he's under 3000, you know, he's going to, you know, give you some salary to play around with. But like we talked about, you know, half of McDavid's goals didn't even have dry saw on it. So like, you can one off McDavid, you can put McDavid with Puliarvi, you can put McDavid with Nugent Hopkins and dry You can mix and match, do your thing. Um, you know, uh, Winnipeg's penalty kill is pretty bad. And with all these injuries, I would imagine it makes it a bit worse. So, um, I don't mind, you know, having that three man power play. Like if, if you need some salary, you can even put in the real deal. James Neal at 2,500. I, I know you're disappointed that Chason's off the top power play, but, um, you know, I think you can mix and match and power play guys. I don't think you necessarily need to full stack anybody on the, at the Oilers tonight. I think I'd leave the full stack into Boston one or Colorado one. I think you can pick and choose what you want to do with Edmonton. Yeah, I, I looked at the ownership and I'm glad that you brought up the ownership because we don't have any Edmonton Oilers over 20%. Um, we have, you know, Nathan McKinnon, 24%, Dougie Hamilton, 21%. We have, you know, a couple Bruins over 20%, but no one from Edmonton. And it kind of makes sense, right? Like, you know, if you play Washington one, you can't play Edmonton. If you play Boston one, you can't play Edmonton. If you play Carolina one, you can't play Edmonton. If you play, you know, uh, Winnipeg one, you can't play Edmonton. If you play Colorado one, you can't play Edmonton. So, like, it actually works out um, pretty well uh, that there's a lot of lopsided, what appear to be lopsided matchups anyway, because that should just drive down the ownership on a lot of these players, right? Um, I think it's a case where I would definitely want to include some wingers and not just guys that are only on the power play because like Winnipeg two was a good defensive line when PLD and Ehlers were there. They're not without them. Like, I'm sorry. Andrew cop is average defensively. Paul Stasny. Yeah. He's okay. I'll give him above average defensively. Christian Veselainen is not um, the best I can see is that being an average defensive line and an average defensive line against dry Yamamoto, Nugent Hopkins. It's just not going to cut it. And like Winnipeg one, we've talked about it all year. Blake Wheeler just looked has just looked terrible. Um, they're, you know, their expected goals numbers are you know, awful. 45%. That's just not going to do it. Um, but I agree with you that the ownership is such on Winnipeg that if you wanted to use them, I would have no problem using Winnipeg one here tonight. Um, I would probably slot them in just below Nashville one. Um, but I guess, I'm, I mean, I guess it depends what you think of the goaltenders too. Um, it's just that they have had a lot of success and we know that if they are in the lead, those are the players that are going to be on the ice for the empty netters. They're going to play every single minute together, five on five power play, empty net, etc. cetera. Uh, like you said, Mike Smith, like 10 months ago, Mike Smith cost the Oilers a playoff round, right? Yeah. Like he, he blew, he completely got shelled in game one and then got shelled early in game two before getting pulled. And by then it was too late. Uh, that was 10 months ago. Mike Smith is, you know, he's played, he's played extremely well this year. It's just, we should be aware. Uh, he hasn't always been an elite goalie. Um, don't expect him to be uh, this super elite guy every time he steps on the ice and Edmonton and Winnipeg one has more than enough skill uh, to overcome. You know, if the Edmonton blue line has an off night or whatever, they have more than enough skill to pile up the, the goals on Mike Smith. So 
like Winnipeg one is a little ways down the priority list for me, but they're number two amongst all the road teams. So uh, yeah, I don't mind that call at all. Um, Digging deep. I just don't see, I'm with you on Winnipeg. I just don't see anything like, like Appleton Perot, I think might be something of a decent two man because like, I'm not super stoked on Edmonton's third and fourth lines. Like, I don't think they'll be that good. Not that Winnipeg's are going to be good, but when you have trash against trash, somebody's got to come out on top at some point. Um, so I wouldn't hate uh, a little two-man of like Appleton Perot if you're getting super expensive with a Colorado one stack or something like that. Like, I'm fine with that. Um, on the blue line, I think Neil Pionk makes a lot of sense running uh, Winnipeg's power play. Uh, Adam Larson uh, typically is good for about 20 minutes. Uh, like him at 3K for peripherals. What else do you like here? Yeah, I like Adam Larson. I think Dylan DeMello at min-price, if you need that extra salary, is okay. Uh, Derek Forbert as well at 2,900. These guys are going to block some shots. Neil Pionk, if you have the salary. On the Edmonton side, you know, Barry, if you're doing any kind of power play, I think uh, Nurse is the better overall play. I think I had one off Nurse before I went off Barry. Uh, And then I agree with you on Larson. Uh, If you really wanted to punt somebody, Dmitry Kulikov, but I think I wouldn't go below Larson tonight. All right, I, we got to talk about the goalies. Um, just give me a head nod or a head shake, Mike Smith. No. Connor Hellebuck. Hellebuck, yes. I will consider Hellebuck. His price is a little bit more than I wanted, and I prefer UC Soros. But I think I think Hellebuck sees the volume. Hellebuck, Hellebuck, you know, Hellboy. I think... Um, I don't want to say this is a winnable game, but I I could see the Jets winning this game like three two, so I think I think you got to consider Hellebuck. The only goaltender we have lower owned than Hellebuck is Craig Anderson. So you know if Hellebuck is the second low, like Hell, I think Hellebuck's the best goalie in hockey, and if he's the second lowest owned goalie on the slate, I think it's worth at least taking a look at him. Yeah. Um, all right, we got one more game to get to. Before we get to that, just want to let everyone know that we, you know, we have free premium tools and data up on the site almost every day, today being no exception. We have NHL and PGA ownership projections. So you heard me just talk about Connor Hellebuck's projection for tonight. Go check it out for yourself at awesome.com. Check out our NHL ownership projections and our PGA projections for this weekend for this weekend's tournament. We have NBA ownership rankings, and we also have MLB player rankings uh, available up on the site. So head to Osmo.com, check out what we have going on for free premium tools. And if you, we like to celebrate subscriber success around here. So if you win, uh, actually, it's not even if you win. If you place top three in a contest with over 5,000 contestants and you have an Osmo avatar uh, on your DFS account, tweet us at Osmo Hoff. H-O-F on Twitter or just myself or Josh or whomever else. Um, You can win a free month of Osmo Plus Platinum. Uh, Just tweet at us with your top three finish uh, in any uh, any contest with at least 5,000 participants and you have a chance to win free month of Osmo Plus Platinum. Uh, You see Tyler there throwing up uh, some screen grabs. Uh, You know, we've got everything from NHL uh, Showdown, uh, to you know, MO to NBA uh, full slate. Uh, we've helped people do it all here. So uh, if you do win, just shout out Osmo Hoff on one, Twitter. I got one the other day. 
the other day from Great A Flicks, I think. I only forget is because I put out a tweet about Tom Wilson before that, and my my mentions with Cap fans were just horrendous. But I'm pretty sure it was Great A Flicks. He took down a contest on FanDuel. Congratulations. Love to see it. Congratulations to Great A Flicks. Yeah, just let us know, boys and, we'll sh- boys and girls, sorry, and we'll definitely shout you out. All right, we got one last game to get to, and boy, oh, boy, is this one a doozy. We have St. Louis with a 2.1 implied goal total going into Colorado. Colorado with a 3.3 implied goal total. I believe Colorado's has come up through the day, and with the news that we just got, I'm going to assume it goes up even further. Okay, so Jake Wallman and David Perron have both been on the COVID list. Perron's been like a week. Wallman, it's been longer than that. Um. This morning we got news that there might be some problems with tonight's game regarding COVID, uh, tonight's games regarding COVID. And for right now, it looks like there's some serious problems uh, with St. Louis. Now, they don't know if they're false positives because we've seen that um, before this year where a guy's gone on the COVID list. It was a false positive with a rapid test or whatever. When the full antigen or whatever came back, he was cleared as, as, as a negative and went on the ice. So, these could be false positives, but like I said, Perron and Wallman have already been have already tested positive for COVID, and today um, there's been a lot of they say inconclusive testing or, or whatever it may be. They're hoping they're all false positives, but at morning skate, Vladimir Tarasenko, Jordan Bennington, and Jaden Schwartz all missing from morning skate on top of David Perron. Uh, and Jake Wallman. So that would effectively be three of their top six forwards uh, and their starting goalie out of the lineup here tonight, assuming the game even plays. Now, I'm of the opinion that they play this game regardless, that the Blues could have seven positives and they'll just tell St. Louis, bring up seven guys from the AHL. Like, I think that's exactly what's going to happen. And I'm pretty positive that the Avalanche are one of the highest vaccinated teams in, in hockey. I'm not 100% on that, but I know they had their COVID stuff. They had to go through their locker room, and I know people have been pretty outspoken about getting vaccinated from the Avalanche. So, Yeah, so, you know, hopefully we're safe on the Avs side. It's just, you know, this is the last game of the night. If it's something like what happened with Calgary a couple months ago and they cancel it 45 minutes, you know, before the game starts, you're just boned, right? Like, there's nothing you can do. So just something to keep in mind. But the guys to really watch out for are Schwartz, Bennington, Tarasenko, those are the guys that were on, that were missing from skate today uh, that were not expected. So those are the three guys we got to watch out for tonight. Um, You know, that's obviously if they're out, that's going to screw up lines. We don't know exactly what lines are going to be, but I got to think, like, I'm going to say this flat out that I only had interest in the top line for St. Louis anyway, like, uh, you know, Shannon O'Reilly. So like I, you know, Hoff, if it ends up like Hoffman, Shen, O'Reilly, like I would still play that line, I guess. Um, but it, it just takes any interest I might have uh, from the death from St. Louis completely out of play. How are you approaching this game? Yeah. Um, where's our <laughs> <laughs> where's our resident Blues fan, Nihas? Let's get some sleuthing done, Nihas. Get back to us. But yeah, like I was pretty much off the Blues to begin with. Like they hung around in the first period and then the dam broke. Uh <laughs> And, you know, Colorado one just went to work. Colorado two and three didn't really do too much from a score sheet perspective, but I I think there is definitely merits going back to them as well. Um, You know, Colorado one 
obviously elite line. You full stack them. You do what you do with them. Never going to tell you not to play them. I think they're a great play tonight. But I also think that you can go to the second line, and I think you can also go to the third line. You go back. Just because they they burned you last time doesn't mean they're going to keep doing that. And I think because they did burn some people, you're going to get them at a little bit lower ownership than you did the last time. And, yeah, this is a 10-30 game, and maybe there's some cancellation risk, but I think you can take that risk. Um, Hopefully we get some news. This isn't like the regular season where they try to – you know, postseason they hide the line combination and all this, but I, I would imagine if the game was at risk, they would definitely say something before, you know, ten thirty. They would probably come out a few hours before. So, you know, Colorado onslaught, Colorado one, Colorado two, Colorado three. However you want to slice it, uh, I think I'm on board. Um, on the blue side, uh, we'll wait and see on the lines. I don't mind Mike Hoffman as a one off at forty one hundred, but. You know, maybe even, you know, Jordan Cairo at 3,600. But really, I'm just naming players on the Blues just for naming players on the Blues. So that's about it. <laughs> um, it's a good point you brought up about the testing. Like, we should get some clarity in the next two to three hours about the testing because the NHL does their testing in the morning and then they get the results, you know, at like 5 Eastern or whatever it is. So hopefully we get some clarity in two to three hours. We just don't have any clarity um, as it stands right now, like I said, I would even if all those guys are out, I would have no problem playing even like she, like a Shen O'Reilly duo because obviously if St. Louis scores any goals, that's where it's going to come from. Yeah. So um, I wouldn't mind uh, something like that. But yeah, like assuming this game goes through, how do you not play Colorado? And I wonder if we don't get lower ownership on Colorado here. Like, are people going to be scared about a late cancellation? And they say screw it, I don't need to play Colorado, I can play Edmonton in almost as good of a spot. Like, I think that might be something that you see here, um, that maybe you, you know, instead of 25% McKinnon, maybe it's like 17% McKinnon, and instead of 19% McDavid, it's 25% McDavid or something like that. You know what I mean? I think think you're going to see more Colorado, but I just want to get, like, real specific. Like, if I had to pick just one line, like, which is your favorite line, uh, in this game tonight, it's Colorado too. Like they just shredded yeah. through St. Louis in game one. Uh, I talked about their numbers in, in the show on Monday. They've been excellent all year, 60% plus expected goal share. I really like Colorado too. Uh, if you want to get, you know, if you want to stay away from what should be a really popular or somewhat popular Colorado one, maybe less popular now with that uh, game cancellation uh, possibility. Um on the blue line, I noticed that uh, Devin Taze's price came up a little bit. Um, it's still fine for me at 5,100. Honestly, any of their top three defensemen, Makar, Taze, Gerard, are fine. I think the punt would be Patrick Nemeth. Um, what do you see here? Yeah, I agree with you there. And then on the blue side, I'm going to take a big, hard pass. <laughs> just, just flat pass. Just nothing. I but- like it. Justin Falk, 5,300. I'd rather, you know, stick my hand in a meat grinder. All right. Fair <laughs> enough. All right. Uh, all right. Remember, everybody, keep an eye, uh, keep eye out for uh, the St. Louis uh, news updates with regards to COVID. And remember that the slate locks at 6.30 p.m. rather than 7 p.m. Josh, I'm going to ask you for your hat trick pick here for tonight. My hat trick pick is a guy that I've, I think I've gone to twice before and he hasn't had a goal yet. Maybe three goals for three picks tonight. Andre Svechnikov. Who do you like? 
I had the same team, so I'll mix it up. Okay. I was going to say Marty Natchez, uh, the real party Marty. <laughs> um, I'm going to go. I'm going to go back to my boy Junis Donskoy. The Donskoy. Uh, Josh hit a hat trick with, with Donskoy oh. earlier in the year. Hopefully, he can double dong that hat trick here tonight. That'll do it for us here today. Um, thank you very much, producer Tyler. Thanks to Josh. I'm pretty sure Jake is going to be around tomorrow for the games. Remember, keep an eye out for that St. Louis information, and good luck tonight, everybody. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.